Hello and welcome to the Yes You Can podcast. My name is Nena Ofebu and I am your host for today's show and the founder of the Yes You Can platform. Hello, hello, hello. You are welcome to another show. Oh my goodness, it's been a very eventful seven days since the last time I was in the recording seat, as it were. But I'm so excited for this week's episode, this week's show. I am back with a continuation of last week's show, a continuation of last week's topic. And I had such an amazing time. I really, I was really in my zone. I was really enjoying recording that episode. And I just felt like there was so much more I could add. And I wanted to do that today. I wanted to to continue with that in this week's episode. So we are going to be talking about how to stop looking back. Well, yeah, so the, the, the subtopic is how to divorce your past. But what I'm really going to talk about this week, what I'm going to focus on is how to... not only divorce your past, but also why having a vision is so critical if you want to live a life that's on purpose. Why having vision is critical. So I I usually do a um, a recap whenever I do, whenever I run like a mini series and a mini series is anything that is like perhaps two parts or three parts so um I usually recap but I'm not going to recap what I really want to do is just jump straight into it because I've got a lot to cover today I'm just looking at all of my notes and I want to just make sure I touch on everything so no recap but definitely go back and listen to the part one of this because it's fire (laughs) it's fire and this week's going to be very juicy as well so let's just get into it let's just jump straight into it before I do though I usually just say a shout out I say hello to everybody wherever you are tuning in from you are more than welcome the yes you can platform is is for you and I I really hope that by tuning in by keying in by you know um picking out those episodes that are speaking to you that you want to listen to that I am helping you and in in helping you I'm actually fulfilling my purpose so whether you're listening on Spotify on the verbal.com platform on heliumradio.com or any of the other podcasting apps that are out there I think I've recently opened a reason profile someone requested my podcast on the reason app whichever and however and wherever you are listening I am just so happy that you were listening so let's get straight into it having a vision is what I was sharing with you last week that that, you know having vision and and how to move past your past how to how to move forwards from your past and the key to moving forward from your past is to stop looking at your past stop looking behind you stop looking back if you want to move forwards and we really delved in I really I really went in last week on this topic and I got some feedback and you know people really appreciated it and I love that I love the fact that you know um the podcast was well received I love that so I want to take that further this week because there's so much more to add to this I was just thinking about everything that I shared last week and you know for some people you may not be able to really appreciate the value of having a vision and you may feel like where you are right now is fine you may be thinking, well, is it is it really necessary for me to have a vision? I'm okay where I am. My life is fine. I have a good job. I have family that love me. I have friends that support me around me. I'm doing okay. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm you know, I'm good. And there's nothing wrong in that. 
there is absolutely nothing wrong in that but what I want to do is to build a case this week for having a vision I want to build a case for that argument because that was the argument that I started with last week that was the argument that I introduced to you last week the need to have a vision is what is going to help drive you forward so that you don't keep looking at your past so that your past doesn't keep dragging you back so that you can achieve so that you can have better results and so this is just a natural um, evolution you know the, the conversation that we're having is just evolving so as it's evolving I'm unpacking and unpicking different elements of this conversation for you and what I'm I'm picking today is the need for the, 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 the argument for having a vision. Because cleaning the slate is you know is, is for, for a lot of people cleaning the slate of your past mistakes, failures. And it may not even be that you have a lot, you've made a lot of mistakes or you've made a lot of, you know, um, you've had a lot of failures. It may just be that your past was traumatic for you. Maybe your past could have been a a lot better. Maybe it wasn't even traumatic, but it could have, it could have been, you know, so much more meaningful for you, so much more, you know, so much more for you. Or perhaps you're not happy with your past for one reason or another. There was an event that happened or... You, you wish that something did happen whatever it may be whatever it may be you know being able to clean that slate is is immensely um, therapeutic and it it's beneficial for all of us in so many ways and so we're going to be talking about how to make peace with your past so that you can divorce it and then in part two I'm going to talk to you about specifically about divorcing your past and in the part one of this uh, mini series I gave you four in in the second part of of part one I gave you four tips on how to divorce your past but in this part two I'm going to be focusing on just one of those tips and that was forgiveness forgiving yourself and forgiving others but but mainly forgiving yourself and I'm going to be just spending some time on that in part two so like I said I want to hammer home a little bit more the importance of having a vision and the argument for having a vision. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a comparison. I'm going to do a comparison. I'm going to do a what your life looks like when you have a vision versus what your life looks like when you don't have a vision. And this is going to be key. This is going to be really interesting. Because I know for me, when I I didn't have a vision, my life was completely different to what it is today. How How I live my life today and the contentment that I I experience and the joy that I experience and, you know, um, the confidence that I have and every other positive uh, benefit that I'm enjoying right now has really come from a place of knowing my vision for my life and having a purpose and understanding what that purpose is, understanding me and going through certain steps you know, um, I, I I wouldn't be here today if I I wouldn't be rec- here recording this podcast message for you today, and I would not have started the Yes You Can platform if it was not for the fact that I 
got in touch with my purpose and I crafted I I crafted a vision for my life I sat down and I wrote this is what I see for myself in my future this is what my future is going to look like if I didn't do that I I wouldn't be here recording this podcast right now so I am quite biased for having a vision (laughs) for your life I'm I'm not talking to you about this from a neutral place let me just put that disclaimer out there right now I'm not coming I'm not coming from a neutral place or or an unbiased place I am quite biased in favor of having a vision and so I'm going to present my argument for that to you today so that for those of us who feel that I you know having a vision is not necessary to enjoy life I want to present a case for having a vision that is going to enhance your life even more this life that you're living right now because I said something in part one I said you know if you don't have a vision for your life you're not only not going to see any results or have any achievements or if you do they're going to be limited but you are also going to remain in the very same place that you are right now in the next 10 years. If I came back to you in 2031 to assess your achievements, to assess how far you've come, what you've, you know, how far you've progressed in your life, and it may not need to have, you know, you may not need to have acquired several material possessions like houses and cars and you know um, other properties as as a sign of your progression your progression could be something that is not a tangible object but it could be progression in your character in your personal development in your confidence in your self-esteem which will also have a knock-on effect in other areas of your life and produce results in other areas of your life you know having a vision would do that having a vision would do that and I just feel like I'm talking to someone right now who's skeptical about the need for a vision that's why I'm going to present a a comparison for you for what my what life looked like for me when I didn't have a vision compared to what my life looks like now so what my life looked like before right um I'm going to keep this quite general I'm going to keep this as general as possible so that it it applies to everybody but I'm just talking I put this together based on my experience so what my life looked like before without a vision so this is before 2016 when I crafted that vision and I got in touch with my purpose if you don't know my backstory then please do listen to I think I have two podcast episodes on why I started and how I started the yes you can podcast and the yes you can platform but I'm just going to quickly touch on that now I had a a moment or or a, a season of evolution in 2016 when I decided to pack up and leave the UK and start a, a new life in West Africa in Nigeria and what happened was that I I went on a journey of self-discovery and evolution and I I discovered the self-development field for the very first time or, or properly but yeah I, I discovered it for the first time I would say I wasn't really too aware of it before then but I discovered it for the very first time in 2016 and it had such a major impact on me that I started the yes you can platform and not just because I discovered the self-development um, industry and, and and the self self-development um, you know field but I was going through a lot of 
personal um, change and evolution and I was discovering who I was, why God created me, what my purpose was on this earth and I believe that everybody, every single one of us is born with a purpose. We are all put on this earth to solve a problem. We have a solution to a problem on the inside of us. So before I, before that happened in 20, back in 2016, I didn't know what I, what I was here for. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't, I didn't think that I was of value and I did not have a vision for my life. In fact, I didn't even, I couldn't even see past, you know, the, the year that I was in. So I couldn't see my, my future, you know, as, as, as near as, you know, in the next 12 months, never mind in the next 10 years, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what my future looked like. And so I was living a completely different life to the one I live right now. And here's how that life looked like. First of all, I was always wishing that I would just be lucky. I would look at other people and, and think, oh, they're so lucky. They're lucky because they have the job that I would like to have. They're lucky because they live in that area. I would like to live in that area. They're lucky because they drive the, the type of car that I'd like to drive. I was forever looking at everybody else's luck. And I was wishing that I would have more lucky breaks, that people, you know, that the impossible would happen and money would drop from the sky or I would win the the lottery, win millions of of pounds on the lottery, you know. That was my mindset at the time because I did not have a vision. But now, now that I have a vision, I'm attracting, what I'm finding is that I'm attracting a lot more of the right opportunities to myself or right opportunities are being attracted to me and if that's because I am more focused more prepared and a lot more um, intentional about what I do and how I do it and what the results I want to see opportunities come to me opportunities are, are magnetized to me and that is that is a, a miracle in itself. So that's something that I would say is a benefit of having a vision. You will automatically begin to attract the right opportunities to you because when you are in in tune with your vision, when you have a purpose, when you're in tune with your purpose, you do things differently. You're more focused. You're more intentional. And, and so those opportunities that seem like they're just floating aimlessly in the air, you know, and they seem to miss the majority of people and only land on very fortunate, lucky, blessed few people. Those opportunities also become become attracted to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't see that before and it wasn't happening to me before. But as soon as I, I began to understand what, my, what I, I knew I wanted my future to look like, things started changing. I started changing. And be, that change attracted more opportunities. Okay, so let me move on to the second argument. Or, yes, um, I would say that when I... when Now that I have vision... Like I said, I have a definite sense of purpose. But before, when I did not have a vision, I was drifting through life. I got up, I went to work, I came back, I watched, I ate, I watched TV, I watched, you know, videos online. I watched a lot of, I watched, I consumed a lot of movies videos television programs television shows that was all i did i i did not work on any project i did not work towards any dream i was not working on any business idea or business plan i was not putting together you know something that would help me to be prepared for when opportunity showed up i the only time I would do anything is if I was looking for a new job, I would go home and maybe if I was in the mood. 
search online for for jobs and and apply online for jobs but most of my time I was just drifting through life because I did not have a destination I did not see where I was I could not see where I was going because I did not have a vision and when you do not have a destination you drift how do you know you've arrived if you don't know that your future is you know looks like this this is how your future looks in the next 10 years or in my future in 10 15 years time I am not going to be living in the same area the same country or I am going to be um, a, a, a leader in my community or I am going to be an employer I will have a team of people working under me working for my business or you know I didn't have any of that so because I didn't have that I kept drifting just floating aimlessly there was no destination that I was I was in, I was moving towards that I was working towards and so for a lot of us who don't have a vision this may be your current situation this may be your story right now you're working but you you can keep working and working for the next 10 years and not really achieve a lot at your workplace through your job or in life it's not because you're working it's because you don't have a vision maybe some of you need to get a vision for your career your job if your job is not the career you want then you need to sit down and start working out how what steps you need to take so that you can break into the career your dream career or if the job that you're working in is your career right now is something that you you know you 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 want to work in that field in that industry whatever it may be you need to have goals for your job for your career what do you need to do do you need to upskill do you need to do some additional training do you need to talk to your HR manager to your training manager if you have one and see what options are open to you are there any training courses you can take do you need to go and do your PhD do you need to go and do your master's what do you need to do so that you can achieve the goal that you know you you have for your career or for your job or for your life some of you 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 might need to do those trainings and and you know do certain things but it's not necessarily just going to be of ben- benefit to your job it's going to be of benefit to you because it's going to give you the confidence you need to step out and to and to achieve more whether that's in your workplace or whether that's in another setting so i i was unhappy with that drift mode i was very unhappy with that drift mode that i was in and I it affected my it affected me I was I was depressed most of the time I was down was lost I was cynical I wasn't you know I I was very moody I would always have mood swings one day I was in a good mood the next day I was in a bad mood it just took and it didn't take much to make me get into a bad mood you know I could I could have a conversation with somebody and they could say something that I took that I could have taken the wrong way so you know that was that was what happened I, I was living my life in drift mode until I decided that I wanted to change I wanted to leave my all of that behind and I wanted to go back to Nigeria and start my own business and that's how the journey started okay so number three number three the third um, example I want to share with you from uh, this comparison that I'm doing right now is that when you have a vision for your life you will be very selective of the choices that you make you will be intentional and you'll be focused with those choices 
But what happens when you don't have a vision is you will be extremely distracted and most times you won't be able to make decisions. Decision making is a nightmare for you because you are not able to really make up your mind because you're not focused. You don't know what to focus on. You don't know what's important. You don't know, you know, at times you will just allow yourself to be distracted and you'll procrastinate so that you don't have to make a decision that's what that whole procrastination is about right now for a lot of people is because you don't have a vision when you have a vision it's easier to make decisions because if the choices that are presented to you do not line up with your goals or the vision that you have for your life it makes things a lot easier for you to it makes you know it makes it easier for you to turn down some opportunities or you know to make a certain decision in favor of your vision or in favor of a goal that you have you know so you know you may be offered a a, a job promotion and if your goal one of your goals that you have is to spend more time with your family and this promotion would mean that you'd end up spending or working more hours which would take away from your family time that's something that for you would be easy for you to turn down because it's going against the, the goals that you have for your family so having a vision makes Uh, being selective of your choices um, a lot more easier whereas not having a vision means that a lot of the times you will struggle to make choices I know I struggled to make fairly straightforward choices fairly straightforward choices you know um, it was it was it was a struggle okay I want to move on I want to move on so my fourth fourth example is still staying on the whole making decisions making choices um your decision making will be informed will be a whole lot more informed versus this is if you have a vision your decision making will be informed you will not be doubtful there'll be less doubt less hesitation and a lot less procrastination but when you don't have a vision like I said, making a decision not only would becomes more stressful, more difficult for you, you know, much more of a big deal. As soon as you make a decision, you won't feel at peace about it. You'll feel doubtful. And then if that decision doesn't work out, you know, in a way that you was expecting, you will become, you, you know, you feel regretful. But it's not to say that when you have vision some of the decisions that you make may not you know always work out no what happens when you have a vision and those decisions that you made um, work out differently to what you was hoping is that you have a different mindset you're 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 more I, I wouldn't say positive but you have a different mindset as to how you cope with those um with those decisions working out in a different way you may see an opportunity in in you know that you can use to learn to grow um but whatever however it happens you won't feel regretful it's when you don't have a vision that you feel doubtful about the decisions you make when you have vision you have a lot more peace about the decisions that you make especially if they've been a lot more informed especially if they're coming from a place of you've taken the time to reason them out well you've made the decision based on you know valid good reasons and you feel confident that you're going to make whatever decision you make is going to be the right one And if it's not the right one, it's not the end of the world for you. But when you don't have vision, it will be the end of the world for you because 
you will feel like it's the end of the world for you that's what I mean not that it literally is the end of the world for you if those decisions that you've made do not work out it's your mindset is completely different there's fear there you know you're you don't you're not looking towards a bigger picture because you don't have one that's what a vision is your vision is your version of your future and a bigger picture that you you're aware of that you're looking at so let me move on to number five if you have a vision for your life you will be willing to trade your comfort when needed oh i like this one this is one this one of my favorites you will be willing to trade your comfort when you have a vision why because the vision is a lot more a lot more important your future and where you're going to is a lot more important than you being comfortable all of the time when you don't have a vision ha your comfort is key you are unwilling to be uncomfortable at all i was extremely unwilling to be uncomfortable at all case in point let me give it an example you okay for example somebody that has a vision maybe they they have a vision to start a business um what whatever that business may be uh, or they have a vision to be their own boss and set their own rules work for themselves and answer to themselves it may mean to do that they may have to make some financial sacrifices they may have to move to a smaller apartment maybe they're living in an apartment that costs so much a month or a year depending on you know where they stay and it may mean that they might even have to move in with a friend or go back and live with parents or um, move into a smaller and cheaper apartment or maybe even move to an area that is a it may not be as nice as where they live at the moment but it's cheaper it's a lot cheaper but somebody who and and they're willing to make that sacrifice because they understand that it's only going to be for a set time it's not going to be forever and ultimately it's a part of the process for them to reach their dream their goal but somebody who does not have a vision for their lives cannot even contemplate doing such a thing they they wouldn't want to allow themselves to feel uncomfortable they wouldn't want to go back and and you know having to give up their apartment their nice apartment and move in with a with a friend or move in with their parents again or or live in a smaller more uh, more cramped apartment you know it's something that is a sacrifice they're not willing to make they wouldn't be willing to make to start their own business so they stay where they are working for somebody else helping to build somebody else's dream so that's what i mean by when you have a vision you are more willing to trade your comfort when needed when necessary i know i was i know i was and it wasn't easy it wasn't easy at all but I know that when I didn't have a vision, I was very defensive of my comfort zone. I was always looking to maintain my comfort. That was the most important thing for me. And then finally, and I'm going to use this as the last one, and then we're going to take a short interval. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about why forgiving yourself is, is really necessary. But the last point that I want to share with you uh, for my you know to to buffer to to present my case for why having a vision is so needed is when you have a vision you are more likely to embrace being intentional and focused and I touched on this in, in the first point but when you don't have a vision you are more likely to be distracted and you will procrastinate procrastination was a big thing for me procrastination was a big thing for me and that in the end meant that I self-sabotaged a lot of things and I did not see 
I did not see the progress that I, I, I should have seen, you know, because I was always procrastinating and I was distracted. I was living a distracted lifestyle. And I think a lot of people don't feel they're distracted, but I'm going to give one or two examples that I know that, that for me signify that I was definitely, definitely distracted. I mentioned that I used to watch a lot of TV. I used to watch a lot of videos and, and, um, movies online or whatever that was one thing I used to use to distract me from the fact that I hated my life <laughs> I used to go shopping I loved going shopping I used to love going to a shopping mall and spending the whole day there from morning until about five in the afternoon I would eat there I would shop I would just chill there I was distracted it was just a way for me to pass time other things that I used to do that showed that I was distracted, you know, was going out with friends and my, you know, being overly social. Those things are not bad in themselves, but I'm just saying that it was because I, I lacked vision that I was, I had the time to do that. And I, I did that a lot of the time and, and, um, if I had a vision, if I, if I was more, focus on the fact that there were certain things I needed to do to help me build my future so that I could live my version of my you know of my future then I would be I wouldn't have spent so much time doing those things so now what I do is I spend a lot of time when I'm not working on doing things like my podcast or um, you know other passions as well that I have told you that I recently got um, connected with my passion for African art and so um, you know that's an area that again is not only a passion but it's also a way for me to uh, meet people so I that's a way of socializing and it's also a way of bringing an income for me so it's also uh, an area that I'm working in so um, when I'm not doing those things I relax I honestly relax and I relax by um, talking to my friends I can watch a little bit of TV but I I don't consume as, as much as I used to so my point is this having a vision is so beneficial to you there you are going to be able to have a life that's going to be enhanced it may not be at that particular time a moment but it's it's going to come at a time when you will appreciate it you're going to live that you know that an enhanced life in your future um and one thing i really wanted to to say is that you know you may be looking at your life right now thinking but it's okay it's fine i, I don't need a vision it's not necessary you know but don't forget that your life isn't just one continuous timeline so it's you know you it's not just the fact that you were born in such you know such and such year 1990 whenever um it's it's or 2000 or whenever it's the fact that your life that life happens to us in seasons in seasons we you know um so there's a season for being there's a season for being um for, for building your future and there's a season for enjoying your your present and and we just need to to be aware of that so I wanted to leave leave it there I hope that you understand I hope it, I hope it makes sense I hope that you can understand the why having a vision is so critical and we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and I'm going to talk to you about um, why forgiveness is key and it's going to help you to divorce your past. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. So... I hope you guys enjoyed part one because part two, I'm going to go into one of the 
tips that I gave you last week in part one on how to divorce your past. So we've just looked at why, well, we've looked at the argument for having a vision for your life. And what I was saying actually was that the only way that you can really look forwards, right, is to have a vision for your life. The only way that you can move forward in life is to make sure that you have a vision and vision starts with having some goals for you you and for your life and so I just wanted to talk about forgiveness because a lot of us are walking around with burdens from our past and it's those it's those baggages and burdens from our past that is is obstructing us that is stopping us from being able to face our you know face the right direction which is forwards looking forward instead because of the burdens because of the sorry because of the our past mistakes or just our past that has become a burden on us we are looking behind us all of the time and looking at that past or we're being reminded of our past so how do we shake off the the past how do we how do we move past it how do we um how do we move forward and one of the things i said last week in part one is that you need to be facing in the right direction to see your vision and once you you need to be facing in the right directions which is to be facing forwards and as you're facing forwards you need to keep your eyes on your vision that's how you can move past you know move forwards if you you know stop looking back if you want to move forwards so i then gave you four ways that you can divorce your past because we need to divorce our past we need to we need to put our past away we need to move on from our past and it takes inner work it takes you know there's work to be done if you're not able to see if you're not able to if you don't have a vision it means that it could mean that there's some inner work that you need to do so that you can clear the slate and start preparing yourself for your future start living for a better future and i said four ways that you could do that so the first way is to write a letter to yourself the second way was to forgive yourself the third way was to reclaim do it do a um, soul reclaim and then the fourth way was to um, write positive affirmations to yourself so looking back on those I decided to focus more on forgiveness forgiving yourself because I believe that's that's where it all starts from really like being able to to divorce your past you need to be able to forgive yourself you need to be able to to understand that you know um, whatever happens in your past or whatever did not happen in your past is not your fault and even if you are blaming yourself stop blaming yourself give yourself that compassion and the mercy Give yourself that second chance and start again. Give yourself that second chance. Forgive yourself. For some people, forgiveness isn't an easy thing to do, especially for them, you know, forgiving yourselves. If you are somebody who doesn't forgive easily, if somebody insults you, upsets you, betrays you, hurts you, and you hold on to that, that grudge, you, you keep that act in mind. You know, you can't see past. You, you, you cannot forgive and you will, not, you will not forget. That's one thing. But then what happens when you make a mistake or, you know, something, something goes wrong? You'll find that you, you're, if you can't forgive somebody else, you won't be able to forgive yourself. 
If you cannot forgive others, you are going to struggle to forgive yourselves. But what I want to focus on is giving yourself permission to forgive yourself. Letting go of the blame, the critical self-talk, the self-loathing, all of that. All of that. Because all of that comes from self-hatred, blaming yourself, um, criticizing yourself. See, a lot, of, a lot of what happened in your past was out of your control to a certain extent and whatever was in your control being able to forgive yourself for what you could have controlled doesn't make you irresponsible you're not letting yourself off the hook and you don't have to punish yourself You don't have to punish yourself. You don't have to judge yourself harshly. You don't have to keep doing that anymore. That's that's the key. You don't have to keep doing that anymore. Because as you're doing that, as you are judging yourself, as you are criticizing yourself, as you are berating yourself, you're actually keeping yourself imprisoned in that cycle of self-loathing, self-hate, judgment, criticism, all of that. So, forgiving yourself and realize and releasing the compassion and the mercy that you need is going to help you to divorce your past. And I'm saying this because what will happen if you don't forgive yourself is you will end up sabotaging your ability to move forward in your life or even to have a vision. To have a vision that lights you up, to have a vision that you are, you know, that that really speaks to your to your soul. Unless you forgive yourself and unless you allow healing on the inside to occur, your ability to have a vision for your life and your ability to run with that vision is going to be hampered. And that's why I wanted to take the time to just hammer home on forgiveness. How do you forgive yourself? Start off by just saying, I forgive myself. I am not that mistake. I am not that insert whatever it is that happened or didn't happen or, you know, the event or the person or the words that were spoken over you, the negative words that were spoken over you. Just begin to to say that to yourself, I forgive myself. I forgive that person. I'm not a bad person. I'm not a, I, you know, I, I'm not a failure because this didn't happen or because this did happen. Forgive yourself intentionally. Offer yourself that forgiveness. If you cannot forgive the person that's involved in this issue that you have with your past, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself first. Forgive yourself first. You may need to work on forgiving others. But start with forgiving yourself first. That's my... That's my advice. That's, you know... That's what I would definitely... I would definitely offer as advice. Forgive yourself first. I just wanted to record this message. Um, I felt like 
I was just going to expand on how to divorce your past, but then I saw that there was an opportunity to really clarify the need for having a vision. And so that's why I decided to spend the time talking about that in this week's podcast. But I'm going to leave it there. I have really enjoyed this. I am actually learning. (laughs) I'm learning a lot from myself, actually, um, from this mini series on how to stop looking back and how to move forwards. I'm learning a lot, actually. And that's that's very very good that's that's a positive thing that's a good sign i hope that you have enjoyed i hope that you've grown i hope that this has given you something that's of value for you uh from this week's podcast show i would love to hear your feedback i'd love to hear where you are from i'd love to hear you know if i've shared anything in these two episodes that has given you a light bulb moment or has helped you to understand something that has been you know like a dark area for you in the past then reach out to me let me know drop a a voice note in the podcast app that you use i or if you if you're using the anchor app drop a podcast note i'm going to leave a question question in the spotify app so that um, those of you who tune in on Spotify can answer the question and communicate. But otherwise, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. If you have an idea for a podcast that you'd like for me to record, I'd love to hear that as well. And I'd love to connect with you guys. I love hearing feedback. Well, until next time, stay blessed, take care and goodbye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I would really love for you to keep in touch with me. If you'd like to follow me on social media, then you can hook up with me on Facebook. Yes, you can has a Facebook page and it's Yes, You Can page. Or if you're more into Twitter, we are also on Twitter at Yes, You Can Editor. And we're also on Instagram. So our handle is yesyoucan underscore gram. Or you can drop me an email. So feel free to message me and give me any feedback or any ideas that you may have for upcoming podcasts. So you can reach out to us at yesyoucaneditor at gmail.com. All right, folks, it's been a pleasure. And until next time, take care.